0: Okay, Tzorayim so, Tov. We continue in the Sefer Das Hasviros We're on page Shin Chaf Aleph. We're talking about the Or Hamakif and the Or pnimi the surrounding light and the inner light. And the inner light is one that we connect to much uh, deeper than the surrounding light. And the reason is because the surrounding light is very big and very awesome. It's more of what we can really handle. And the inner light is something we can handle more. But it's meant to create growth within ourselves. That the inner light is where I'm at, but the outer light is something we can seek to attain and, uh, and then we can increase our cle to be able to absorb more light. That's the general idea. So yesterday we began discussing the difference between the light when you're do- learning Torah or doing mitzvahs. So now we're going to go much deeper into this idea because we kind of left you hanging yesterday. Now we're going to go a little bit deeper with the explanation of, uh, we first gave you the Vilna Gon and now we're giving you the further elucidation from Rabbi Isaac Chaver. And he explains like this. He says when a person is engaged in learning Torah, he is connecting to the essential will of Hashem. Because the Torah is an expression of the will of Hashem. And if you're connected to the will of Hashem, then you're having an awesome connection to Hashem itself. Because Hashem's will and himself is one. So when a person is engaged, really learning Torah deeply, with all his faculties focused on this, and he starts to comprehend the will of Hashem, there is nothing, there's no greater attachment to Hashem in the world than that. that. And therefore, while he's engaged in Torah, he gets closer to the part of his neshama. Remember, neshama, we said, is part of the ormakif, the surrounding light. And that provides a tremendous purification within the person. Because that that's going all, all inside of you. And what's happening is you're growing the or hapnimi inside of yourself. You're taking some of the awesome realities of Hashem and your mom is putting it inside of you and uh, from that uh, from that Or HaMakiv but now it's going inside of you completely. But mitzvahs that when you're doing the mitzvah I'm not talking about learning about the mitzvah I'm thinking about but doing the mitzvah is only really affecting the external part of the person. And As the Gemara and Kedushan says Learning Torah is great Because it brings to action And the reason is The main service of a person in this world Is the physical action With your body Doing mitzvahs with physical things In this world And that's why you're created with a body And therefore there is a certain virtue To doing mitzvahs Because that's the ultimate desire of Hashem Is He wants us to do mitzvahs In the physical world But you obviously have to learn to know what the mitzvahs are and how to do them. Now, there's another interesting idea though, but remember that's the external part of yourself. So now when we talk about this shachar mitzvah, the reward of a mitzvah, we cannot comprehend that at all in this world. And there's no way that that reward of that mitzvah can have any... Our body can't feel it. As the Gomorrah Kidushin says, "Snar mitzvah Bahai Al Malek. The reward of a mitzvah does not exist in this world. Why? Because that reward, that's the or makiv, that's the surrounding light. And that surrounding light does not get absorbed into the body parts of the person when you're doing the mitzvah. It just surrounds. And the body is an external thing now the the point is so therefore it's it's like you don't feel your body doesn't feel any reward that's going to be in the next world so what about so there's no reward in this world at all so the commentaries explain whatever reward you get in this world it's what we call the fruits of the mitzvah but it's not the essential reward for the mitzvah in other words when the Torah says if you'll follow the Torah I'll bring the rain to fall in its times and you'll be able to have abundant harvests Is that a reward for the mitzvah? You'd mistakenly think it is but it's not What is it? It is God giving you the opportunity to do more mitzvahs So if you give tzedakah that's a mitzvah Very nice The reward for doing giving tzedakah it's too amazing, you can't get it in this world. It's, it's the Or HaMakif. That's, that's the external light that's way beyond what you can even appreciate. So what does Hashem do? He says, I'll give you the opportunity to be able to do more mitzvahs. How do I do that? i give you more money. So we mistakenly think that's the reward. It's not the reward. That's the ability to do more mitzvahs. In every part of the Torah When it says If you listen to me You'll get this and that All those thing is Because the essential reward Is the purification That happens to a person From the Or HaMakif But that only will That cannot happen in this world Because we're stuck With these physical bodies It ain't gonna change And uh, as much as my physical body Should be rewarded but if it would be rewarded I wouldn't be a human being anymore so we'll leave that for the next world where we won't be human beings like this at least we will be more purified human beings so the Orham Akif we cannot have but the fruits of the mitzvah the ability to do more mitzvahs that is the physical benefits that we have that's in general now, of course, if you're a Russia, you're not going to get any oil in So then, Hashem just gives you more money, and that is your reward. and And He's happy, but He's settling for a very low reward. Okay, that's all when it comes to doing mitzvahs. So mitzvahs, you're doing the will of Hashem. You are doing something that's external to you. The or hamakif is 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 incredibly strong but it's beyond you it's beyond who you are it's inside so what should happen is the Oramachis should just make your body infinite can't do that in this world it Just doesn't work that way Hashem needs us to be in a regular body but it's all stored away and when you leave this world that's when it's gonna it's gonna happen okay so now so so what does that mean so I, I don't get anything well, you know, you get the opportunity to do more mitzvahs, and whatever Hashem wants to give you, depending on what you're devoted uh, to Him is. So no different than a guy who works for a company. He's the all-star salesman. He brings in twenty million dollars of sales. He's entitled to ask for a good car that doesn't break down every two days. Because he says, if, my, "If I'm sitting in the shop, I ain't doing deals for you." So you can say to Hashem, I need good health. I need certain things because if I'm sick, I can't do that. Well, look, look, I'm a good good salesman for you. So the fact that the, the boss gives him a brand new car, is that a reward? It's not a reward. It just makes you do the job easier because you're good at doing your job. But don't confuse that as the reward. That ultimate reward has to be in the next world. However, that is only when we're dealing with mitzvahs. But when we talk about learning Torah or anything else that's an internal service of Hashem, which would include, as we've said, chovos havovos, duties of the heart, loving Hashem, fearing Hashem, emunah Hashem, Hashem, none of that is an action. That's not a physical thing, that's internal. And the simplest way is studying Torah. Studying Torah is the is learning the wisdom of God. But loving Hashem is part of that. It's the mind, right? It's all there's what's going on in your mind and heart, which nobody can see, and that's inside. That's the or pinimi. And then there's mitzvahs that are physical. That's or makif. So for physical mitzvahs, don't expect to get a reward in this world. It's just not possible. It's beyond. And we, God cannot change your body when you're in this world. It should be, but he can't. He'll wait till you die, and then he's going to do all kinds of amazing things with your body, and that's going to be the great reward. But when you're doing things in the Torah realm, in the mind realm, says the Mishnah and Yavos, great is Torah that it gives life to those who do it in this world and in the next world. Or as we say in the Mariv Davening, Kihi, Kiheim, Chayenu. This is our life. And Rav Yitzchak explains that when a person learns Torah, okay, the truth of the matter is his internal reality becomes purer because the Torah becomes a part of him. As we explained, the Torah goes into your mind, into your brain. And that Torah which is from beyond That Or HaMakiv that's beyond Breaks through and goes inside of you When I do a mitzvah I'm doing it all on the outside So I got the Or HaMakiv that's surrounding me on the outside But it doesn't get inside And it can't change the outside But when I do the mental gymnastics of Torah Or loving Hashem and any of the Chovah we're bringing that which is from the outside, and we're bringing it inside in a way that's expanding your inner reality. That's so why you got to be careful not to learn Torah that's about beyond your ability, because then you're going to break the kli. See, God, but but you can learn things that are within your capacity, and it fills your kli and and now expands it, and now you are creating a unity between the Or the outer light, and the inner light. And they become one, so to say, it's like you're pumping in Or into the Orpanimi. And that's what it means, that great is the study of Torah that brings to action. Meaning to say that the Schar of Torah is in this world. Okay? That's Godel Talmud. And, uh, the mitzvahs do not elevate the person in this world that's in the next world the fruits you can have in this world to do more mitzvahs but the actual learning elevates the person in this world to the point that the Torah becomes part of the person it purifies the person and that's what it means Godal Talmud that's how great Talmud is that if it's a learning that brings you to action but still the Talmud is going to be greater because it's inside has made a change in you and with this, we now can understand the two mitzvahs of tzitzis and tefillin. Tefillin is put, the main tefillin are the ones on the head. That's the main one. It's, it goes against the brain. And when a person puts on tefillin, he receives brains, divine brain power that busts into his head. And you get, or a panimi, a hamakif breaks into the panimi just like Tefillin ties so you're tying to the inner core, your inner core to Hashem in the greatest way and just like it says Hashem has Tefillin and we have Tefillin and that means it's a covenant between us and we feel the strong connection inside to Hashem. Tefillin is what gets our inner light shining and you really feel that connection Sintas on the other hand is opposite the or Hamakif, the surrounding light, just like the tala surrounds us, and that's for the actions of the mitzvahs. You will see your tzitzis and you'll remember the mitzvahs. You see the difference? So, therefore, the top, that's why a person wears tefillin and tzitzis. Tzitzis is that the, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, I'm looking for the word, it's escaping me now, but that's the icon. For the outer light that the body does miss, the tefillin is the icon for the inner light. That's the inner feelings, and thoughts that comes into the person. Yeah. So two questions. So, so definitely what we put on the head, so it's like an antenna. It is. It's like, an it's antenna. like an antenna. Okay. you Want to say it's like an antenna? Let it be like an antenna. Okay. The second question, question, Marshall. We just said that you see that they want together. So why? Uh, it's what. Tefillin and tzitzit are worn together, right? They go together because one for the outer light, one goes tzitzit. for the inner light. Still, you mean the inner tzitzit, kalit katan? Either way, yeah, either way, both both talis and tzitzit is the same thing. So then, why uh, young boys, Ashkenazi uh, do not wear uh, talit? Uh... Okay, that's all a different question, but they have the tzitzit. Tzitzit is the same thing as kalit. As same thing that's as talit. Same thing that's as talit. Okay, so. And with this, where are we now? you got to catch back. Oh. So now, with this, we can now understand another incredible concept. There's a famous question that's asked. Okay, we make a big deal that Hashem split the sea for the Jews. It is a big deal. But we know, there's Talmud tells us a story about Repinchas ben Yoyer. Repinchas ben Yoyer was on a mitzvah of redeeming a captive slave and there was a river in front of him that he couldn't pass, the Ginoy River. He couldn't pass it. So he says, Ginoy Ginoy, go, go split. He says, what do you mean? The river says, I'm doing God's will. I'm not going to split. I'm supposed to flow. He says, I'm also doing God's will. And the will of that I'm doing is more important. So you're going to split for me. So the river split for. Okay, so the point is, so why are we making such a big deal of the splitting of the sea, which was a big deal? But we see that with Pinchas bin York you get it to split too. But this was how many years after the What? So this was after how many years? Well, many years. Huh, thousands. Uh, after that, So why do we make such a big deal when Pinchas bin himself could do it? Says Archaim HaKadosh, an incredible concept. He says the big deal was Kriyas Yamsu was before we got the Torah. <laughs> and Pinchas Banyar is after we got the Torah. <laughs> because the power of Torah, and now with what we said from Yitzhak Isaac makes sense now. Because when, when you don't have Torah, all you got is an outer light. So the outer light, remember, comes in, and then Hashem sends it in. And he changes the inner light, but Hashem makes the change. And when Hashem makes the change, boom, there's a whole change in reality. Okay? But once there's Torah now, we have the ability ourselves to expand the inner light. When you're, Before we got the to Torah, we had to have Hashem do it. We couldn't do it on our own. We needed the Or Makif that Hashem himself has. And to bring it into the Or Panimi And to change reality That was a big deal Because only Hashem could do that But now that we have the Torah Anybody who really studies Torah And you're connecting to that Or Hamakif And you're bringing it inside yourself You become your own uh, um, What are you going to call it? River splitter On your own and that's why, yeah, how come he could do it? He could do it because he had the power of Torah. But before the power of Torah, this could not happen. And that's what the Nefesh Shachaim writes from Chaim of Elashin. He says, if a person accepts upon himself the yoke of the holy Torah for its true sake, he is higher than all aspects of this world. He is supervised by Hashem with a special supervision above beyond natural uh, forces beyond the constellations because he clings to the Torah and to Hashem Manish and he has such a holy connection which is is, 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 Hashem runs the whole universe you went around all the middle management of creation so now it's, it's not a problem that Hashem is going to do things that are miraculous for you. And that's why the Leshem goes into great discussion who talks about it. see so look historically, okay, God split the sea for us then. But we have other miracles. Yehoshua, they split the Jordan River. It didn't split, but miraculously rose up. Elisha was able to bring someone from the dead alive that's was pretty big on the other hand you find that Antoninus Marcus Aurelius he said to Rabbi I know that the smallest one of your rabbis can resurrect the dead seems to be pretty common we know Hanani Mishal Nazaria and Daniel they got thrown into the fire they got thrown into the lion den. on the other hand you have the Gemara of Marugva and his wife who went into a stove to not be embarrassed, and the stove was burning and they didn't get burnt. Right? Or Rabbi Chanina Bedosa put his foot over a poisonous snake and the snake bit him and the snake died. So so what is it? Is it for great people? Is it for anybody? So the Leshem explains like this. He says the earlier generations were greater than the later generations. And they could really bring God, and God would come in and bust all kinds of things for them. So, yes, you had Yoshua, you had Daniel, these were prophets, these were great people. Hashem will do miracles for them, and that was a big thing to bring that Or HaMakiv that Hashem does into the Or HaPnimi and just bust things out like that. But from the destruction of the first temple, and then when the second temple began, there was no more prophecy. But what did happen in the beginning of the second temple, the explosion of the oral law the, the depths of Torah were expanded during the second temple era and therefore the connection to Hashem could be very great through the depths of Torah and therefore what earlier generations could get because they were on a higher spiritual level through their of observance and things like that. And Hashem would do miracles from the Or HaMakif, coming in and, and into the Or HaPnimi. And Hashem is the one doing the miracles. But during the Second Temple era, when the rabbis themselves were able to plumb the depths of Torah and become so intimate with Hashem's Torah, they became the source of the miracles themselves. It wasn't that the prophet needed God to make the miracles. It's the prophet himself, not the prophet, That tzaddik himself had that divinity within him and they could do miracles on their own. So that's the greatness of Torah, you see. Torah is when you're studying to, and all the inner avoda, the love, the fear, all these things that you don't see, but they're working inside your brain, your heart. They're changing who you are inside. That makes you a bigger clean. And with a bigger kli, you can do miracles on your own. While, if, while before, there were, and that can be a lot of people. A lot of people who study Torah. Being prophet was a lot harder. It's a much more rigorous job. And to be a prophet, we had got to reach higher levels, and that, be, and that taps into higher realms in which it's not from Torah, per se. It's from their personal development as people. So this explains why the Torah is such a powerful force, a source of, and not just the Torah, but any feelings and emotions that are connecting us to Hashem is much more powerful than mitzvahs. Mitzvahs are important. Hashem wants us to do mitzvahs. Hashem wants to go into this world, this physical world, that seems there's no God in this world, and go do mitzvahs. And go take the physical world and use it for what it's meant to be used. And that's great. But Hashem can't reward you. Because you'd have to change who you are physically. We can't do that. that that's, that's a surrounding light. We can't deal with it now. But you could take some of that surrounding light and put it into the inner light, in the inner avoda that you do, in terms of learning Torah, working on, on your mitos and things like that. That's a whole different thing. With this, he now explains another interesting thing. Darizal and the Leshem explain, so what's the power of the 13 attributes of mercy? So the source of them is the flow from the surrounding lights. And because it comes from the surrounding lights, Hashem can do amazing things. They're beyond the normal way things happen in creation. So let's explain. Let's say a person does a sin. He stumbles in an area. Okay, so what does that mean? That means you let your natural, normal Physical desires and wants they want to do something bad and you sin and you can't get out of that, you're tied into that, So you're stuck you're stuck in a bad place inside yourself you don't have very much or if you're sinning so how are you going to get out of it you can't get out of it by, ch- by changing yourself so much because you're not capable of changing yourself but the promise of the 13 attributes of mercy is that Hashem will, if you say them and you mean them, that means Hashem, you're ready to receive some of the Or Hamakif, special Or Hamakif, that, that no evil has any attachment to it, and it comes into the person, it assists the person, it purifies the person, and lets him get out of the quagmire that it's in. He can lift himself out of his self and connect to that upper light, and that's what the Nefesh Chaim says. That's the whole concept of saying vidui. When you say a vidui that comes from the depths of your heart and from tshuva, you're pulling yourself into a higher realm. The avera is usually done in the lower part of the person, the nefesh. The avera is with the body, the the spiritual part of the nefesh. Vidui is with the mouth. The mouth is ready, the ruach. That's ready, the place where you're making the choices. And you're choosing to do tshuva. And you want to connect to that place that's higher, which is the neshama part, which is part of the orhamakif. And that enables you, Hashem, whoever wants to be purified, Hashem will help. You're tapping into energies that are higher than yourself. And that's what the Gemara Barakha says In the place that the Baal tshuva stands The complete Tzadikin can't stand in that place And what's the reason? Because the Baal tshuva is getting special lights From the Or HaMakiv That helps him escape From the chains of evil And to do Tshuva And that's what the, what the Zohar HaKodesh says That every Baal tshuva has Extra strength And with that extra strength He's able to continue to do chuva In an awesome way So that's where you're getting that extra help from. But you gotta be careful. One thing's for sure, the Baal Tshuva has to be very careful because since he got that beyond him, he could fall back. That's why the Baal tshuva, he has to stay far away from the old believers. Because what he got was from the Or HaMakif. That wasn't who you were, it was a gift. So that gift lifted you up. But you gotta make sure to stay far away from the places where you were doing sin because that gift can get lost. So you got to appreciate the fact, you know, a guy is drowning. Well, the guy for weeks and weeks would walk along the seashore that had a cliff, a great drop. And he walked along the bluff. And one time he fell. So thank God the Coast Guard happened to be there. They brought a chopper to go by, loosened on a rope. He climbed up the rope and he got up. And told him, listen, take our advice. Don't take walks on the bluff anymore. Why? If you walk on the bluff, you can fall again. We may not be here next time. So you do tshuva, you're crying out to Hashem. So Hashem's sending in the Coast Guard to lift you up. But if you're just going to keep walking on the bluffs, you're going to fall again. But you've tasted something that even regular people don't taste. You tasted something from the HaMakiv. That's amazing. Okay. So therefore even though you're not and, and therefore when Hashem said to, Mo, uh, to Moshe Moshe said I don't understand your ways Hashem says I, I, I bestow benevolent kindness upon those that I do even though they're not so worthy. Why? They may not be worthy but because to get all that special help they may not deserve it but by saying the 13 attributes of mercy and asking for Hashem's help in Shuvah that creates the possibility of going to a place that's beyond where you're at. And therefore, Hashem, if you're saying, Hashem, I really want to get back to a higher place, Hashem can help you and give you that lifeline from above. That all comes from the higher light. And with this explains now another idea. that the whole, uh, How does the Or HaMakif, in another way, express itself? So, the ora makiv can express itself in many ways in our daily Yiddishkeit. It could, by learning Torah in depth and with sincerity, some of that ora HaMakif comes into your apnevi. The ability to do tshuva. And now another aspect is for the person to be able to come to the level of Mesiras Nefesh, self-sacrifice. Where does that come from? Your person usually doesn't self-sacrifice and now you are it also comes into the Orhamakif that surrounds the person when the soul is inside the body it has to suit itself to the tools of the body and the body doesn't want to risk its life and therefore I'm not going to take very many spiritual risks the body is there to take care of itself it has a nature to protect itself so just like you wouldn't jump in the lake I don't think I'm going to jump in doing mitzvahs that are way beyond what I can do but if you make a decision that I don't know how, but I'm not, like, I'm, I'm, you were an American in the 1900s, so I don't know how I'm going to survive, but I'm not working on Chavez. I made up, I'm not working on Chavez. That's Messias Nevish. So what does it mean? It means you broke your clea. A person wants to stay, uh, preserve themselves. Nobody wants to break their cleat. Breaking your cleat means you die. Well, I'm going to keep Shabbos. But how can you keep Shabbos? You're not going to have any food. So you're breaking the cle, And when you break it, but really what's happening is Hashem is going to rebuild a bigger one for you. Okay. And now that that soul comes into the person, the Ormakif comes in from the outside. And now he's able to live beyond his clea. In other words, mesirah snefesh means I'm not limiting myself to the kli that I'm in. The normal kli says you only do so much. Listen, you got to eat, you got to do this, you can't take risks. you got to protect yourself. But if you are saying no, no, this is so important, I have to even be willing to die for this, what does that mean? It means you're going out of the kli. When you're going out of the kli, what's out of the kli is the orhamakif. And see, orhamakif that enables you to be able to accomplish things that you cannot accomplish. It's not supernatural miracles, as we said yesterday, it's the nullification of nature. So when a person is told, listen, everybody doesn't work on everybody works on Shabbos, that's how they live. You can't not work on Shabbos. You say, I'm not gonna work on Shabbos. So what's gonna happen? You think manna falls from heaven for him? Nothing doing. But guess what? Somehow he finds a job. He finds a job. This guy says, okay, you can work without jobs." How did that happen? I don't know. I guess he liked me. No, 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 no. It was the Orham HaKiv. Orham Or something else. I mean, something that you don't expect. It's not a miracle out of the blue. But it's the Orham Akif that enables that to happen. And that's why it's possible for people to be able to do that. That's where Mesir nefesh comes from. Okay, we've got to stop it here. It's